Hey YouTubers and friends, thanks for joining us for another episode of Tuesday Night Hangout Live with Toledo Jess, Gano, the Treasure Vixens, and I. Hey, hey, hey YouTubers and friends, how you doing? Sorry about the hot mic, but you know, I'm partially blonde. Um... And we're having a Jersey History Hunter raid. Thank you, Outdoorsy Gallo. Well, my controls and OBS settings are how they always are for the most part. This must be on YouTube's end. Uh, our time slot, prime time, you know. So please bear with it. Uh, we have Ravenhawk coins with us tonight. Uh, among coin roll hunting, I, I understand he does a lot more. I'm going to have to watch his channel a lot more than I do after all. So we're going to head on over to the other set and hook up with uh, my partners in crime and Raven from Raven Hot Coins. We're there yet? Yeah, you're there. You're no, there. there you're there. <laughs> we know yet. Don't make me get. <laughs> make me pull this car over. Yeah. Do not make me pull over, kids. Or the other famous. You want a reason to cry? I'll give you a reason to cry. <laughs> I'll give you That's five funny. reasons to cry. <laughs> Uh, how's your week going so far, Jesse, Dano, and Rose? I'm beat, guys. I'm whooped. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday, right? Or is it the weekend? Jesse, you're retired. You don't know what day it is. Be quiet. <laughs> With you, it all bleeds into everybody's weekend at this point. <laughs> I wish it was. A permanent weekend. Sorry. Uh, I worked all my life. What can I say? I have been too. Most people do well a lot. But. Well, I, I was, you know, I got lucky. I was, I got had the ability to retire with full benefits and and everything. So I, you know, hey, work kill you if you work too long. So I took it. It's killing me. I like it's what Jesse says. TGIT. Thank God it's Tuesday. <laughs> nice. Is that what I say? I don't remember saying that. Do no, that's it? what Jason said. Yeah. Not oh, Jesse, oh. Jason. Oh, Jason. I think I think Hi, Melanie. Said, yes. I think he said yes. Yes. Yeah. Richard okay, Davis and idea. Melanie hi. Lee are watching us on their big screen TV. Ooh. Let's say hi to our friends in the chat room. Why certainly. How about oh. it, Jesse? Okay, first and foremost, Mr. Lobeck, the world's greatest moderator. What's up, buddy? Then there's Dano and Laura Williams and uh, Dennis Hendrick. Mrs. Briggs, how are you tonight? Oh, hello. Hi. Oh, okay. John Wolf. Oh, look, wait, first, my favorite outdoorsy gal. Oh, what's up? Say hi to Johnny, outdoorsy gal. Hey. Digging with Deej is in here. 
Yep, we just saw her come in. Yeah, we're gonna get in. her in the nice. water and get her wet and dirty. She'll learn find how some to gold. <laughs> She'll learn how to prospect. We're gonna get her wet and dirty. Wet and dirty. And dirty and wet. Dirty and Seriously? wet. Well, I got, I've got my friend Chris Davis here tonight. They said that to you, though? I'm sorry. I'm in land prospecting. What's up? David Ria. Yeah, didn't we say that to you guys? We're going to get you wet and dirty. <laughs> Rednecks, Packer. How are you tonight? It's good seeing you, Redneck Stacker. I know there's a couple of other stackers in here, too. Hi, right. man. How are you tonight? Was there new names for me? Hi, <laughs> Hitman. Flower Gold Wizard, what's up? What up, Willie? Hey, Luke Duke. Flower Gold Wizard. Oh. Ten Cup. Ten, what's up? Wish YouTube would behave. I, I have a quick question for our guests. What encoder mm -hmm. do you use for your streaming? I use a combination of OBS and StreamYards, just depending on what I'm doing. I find that StreamYards actually really good uh, for what this kind of format that you're doing right here, and you can incorporate your uh, lay uh, layout as well, and uh, it allows you up to ten guests. Um, I pay a little bit of a premium. It's like 25 bucks a month, but you get a couple extra bells and whistles and you don't have to have their little logo on your screen when you're doing right. your show. But it's it's uh, one of those things that if you want help with it, I can show you how to use it. It's pretty user-friendly. I, I have StreamYards. Cool. I've used it. I haven't paid for it yet, so I can't use my overlays and lower thirds and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, but um, I was going to try and incorporate it with my Zoom and my OBS. Mm -hmm. And I, I get a weird feedback with my um, voice meter banana. It's like a digital mixing board. Sounds a little funny, mm -hmm. but it's working. <laughs> <laughs> I should have known Dano would go there. Rose is smirking. Yeah, we were all thinking. Well, we, we, know, we know where Rose's mind's at. No. Uh -uh. It's in the clouds. It's in the clouds, guys. That's right. Happy thoughts. Happy thoughts. Happy thoughts. <laughs> That's funny. Um, our, our audience, Raven, they really uh -huh. like treasure porn. They really like gold porn. Uh, we're not just oh. we're not just a prospecting channel. We might have started that way, but now we kind of encompass all the appendages of treasure hunting. Mm -hmm. And I look at coin roll hunting as treasure hunting. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I have a pan full. Pan full of, oh, you can't see my green pan with my green screen, but there's a hundred dollars worth of half dollars I got from a very small town bank, and they were uh -huh. all customer rolls, and not one stinking silver. <laughs> 
Well, you know, it's just like how you guys are out finding treasure and panning and swinging uh, uh, metal detectors and whatnot. It, it's a hit and miss thing. I mean, we've had live shows where I found, you know, 70 plus silver in a couple boxes. Yeah. And, you know, and if you don't think that that's treasure hunting, man, I call that face value hunting all day long. And it, you get that same rush. You know, the what? same thing is if you're panning in some and you find a little piece of gold and on your pan, when you're looking at a roll of silver and you see five or six Benjis or, you know, Kennedy's <laughs> staring at you. Uh, right. right now, 90% silver is uh, like 30 times face value at some some sites. So you're talking wow. $15 for a 90% Kennedy half that I just paid 50 cents for. Uh, that's a no brainer. Then yeah. you have you have the pennies, the nickels, um, you know, and pennies. I still find uh, Indian heads from time to time. Nickels, you find war nickels, which are from 1942 to 1945. They're 35 percent silver. You know, you find buffaloes. I found a couple of V nickels, aka Liberty Head nickels. Um, you know, dimes and quarters are a little bit more picked through, but you still can find awesome stuff at face value. And believe it or not, even the same thing, taking straps of uh, bills and searching the bills for fancy serial numbers, you'd be amazed at what a binary box, uh, not box, I saw box because I saw what Red said, a binary bill with just two digits in decent condition, you're looking at, you know, easily 150 bucks for eh, condition on a $1 bill that's, you know, 01 across it. But if it's in perfect condition, you're talking hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, maybe even a thousand or so, just depends on what it grades. So, you know, I, like you, think that we all touch the same things. Anybody that does metal detecting comes across coins, you know, and even when you're out probably panning and whatnot, once in a while you find some coins in the river. And I just, I've, I've always been drawn to it, you know? Yeah. So we gotta, I'm going to ask this question right off the bat because it's a fantastic question for myself. Uh, Jeff Otworth asks, what's the best way to acquire rolls of coins? Okay, well, um, the way that I do things is I'm always honest about what I do. You know, uh, If I go to a new bank and I want to get coins, I go up to the teller or I might even ask for the bank manager if I'm going to open an account you there. beautiful tonight or today. <laughs> yeah, you know, you, you, you do. It, it, there is a gift of gab involved with it in some ways. Um, you know, if you're already a member at your bank and you have a decent relationship, it's pretty easy to walk up and say, hey, can I get a box of pennies, you know? Um, and sometimes they'll say, well, do you have a business account? And if they say that, then you know you've got kind of a block there because what people don't realize is each box of coins that comes in, the bank pays the uh, Brinks and Loomis, you know, the people that roll all the coins and stuff for them. Armored car services. I don't know why I'm stumbling on the words. Yes. Um, they pay money for it, you know? So the things that I do is I tell them straight up, Hey, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm a coin roll hunter and, and I have a YouTube channel and this is what I do. And I develop a relationship with them that way. Um, if you're just a regular, you know, uh, and, and red's got a good, good idea, you know, bribe them with some cookies, but honestly, most of the time, if you come in there prepared with your cash in hand and you know exactly what you want, you know, you say, Hey, I got a hundred bucks. I want a box of nickels, please. Most of the time they don't care. 
you know, if they give you any slack, then go to the next bank. And eventually, you know, most banks will work with you. And a little trick is a city bank of all banks. If you're a non-member, they will allow you to buy a hundred dollars in coin without being a member of their bank. So that's a little trick I learned quite a bit, you know, a while back when I wanted to try different spots, but didn't want to have to open a new account, you know. Mm, I, I was pretty much honest with them. I went to one bank at lunch in a smaller town, and they're mm -hmm. like, we have no half dollar rolls at all. And I'm like, thank you very much. They didn't even yeah. ask me, are you a customer? The bank I went to afterwards in the town I'm working, doing an add-on to a convalescent home. I go in there, they go, are you a customer here? Do you have an account? I go, no, ma'am. Mm -hmm. I'm interested in doing some coin roll hunt. And right. Maybe do it on my YouTube channel. Oh, you have YouTube? <laughs> oh, you do YouTube? <laughs> And then I got into, yeah, here's my card, flash in your pen, blah, blah, blah. That ain't gold planning. And I go, well, it's treasure. And we kind of branched out into all things treasure. And mm -hmm. I little small talk here and there. And she asked, like, the branch manager, uh, is it okay if we do it? And she's like, oh, yeah. So I, I don't think it's like, don't make a habit of it. They didn't say that, but it's not like I'd go in there every week. Hey, do you have... Yeah. And it wasn't like a $500 box of halves. It was 10 rolls. Mm -hmm. is, it, uh, is it taboo to ask these guys? Like, why, why would they say no? Um, well... In, in in certain banks, um, if you're not a member, you just they won't deal with you until you have an account. I've dealt with that plenty of times. You, you know, you walk in and they almost treat you like second class citizen. And I don't really understand what that's about. Uh, but I've seen that kind of attitude before. Um, the reason that they wouldn't give you coin is because coins that they keep in large quantities are for commerce, you know, for their businesses and their business accounts. So normally at a bank, if I don't want to deal with much, I will set up a business account ahead of time. Mm -hmm. And I just, I don't tell them what I do. You, you know, I, I still am nice about everything and I give them, you know, some cookies or some donuts once in a while and stuff because they help me and they get these heavy boxes of coins. But if they don't ask me what they're for, I just kind of, you know, here's my money, have a great day, you know, so that kind of thing. it's probably best to not. Like, if I went to my bank, I have a business account and a personal account. Mm -hmm. So, well, well, as a business owner, you, you should be allowed to, to order whatever coin you want because you're paying that extra money for the account itself. You know, that's one of the uh, benefits of having a business account with a bank. You also get the merchant line, you know, versus standing in, in the regular line. And, but I'm telling, I would say it's really best to just be honest. And in the times that I'm not really saying anything, it's just because, you know, I don't really brag too much, so to speak. So, you know, if they ask me, yeah, I'll say, Hey, this is what I do. Um, but if you're wanting to get into do half dollars, that's something that you want to talk to like a branch manager or the head teller that's usually in charge of ordering for the vault. 
um, because, uh, you know, half dollars aren't always used in all businesses. You know, right. they will take them because it's still a, a valid currency. It's just not very common. So you're more, more likely to find better coins in half dollar rolls than the other coins? I think, well, here's the thing. Because if you in, Because they're not in circulation as much as my pick. Well, well, with half dollars, we notice there's a cycle to it, to be honest. You know, a lot of times around the holidays and stuff and, and, and whatnot, people get desperate to buy presents. And sometimes they don't have time to run down and, you know, get the extra money for the silver. They don't even realize they have silver halves. And they turn in all their half dollars and their coins and everything. And that's how it really gets back into circulation. And so, you know, I'll order boxes for my bank and there'll be times where I'll have six or seven streams and I do two boxes of halves a stream, you know, so that's a thousand dollars and halves each stream. And I've had a, where I went six straight streams where I found silver in each box. And then I'll go two, three months without finding a thing other than what they call NIFCs, which is not intended for circulation. It's not a silver coin, but it's, it's more of what was intended to be a collector coin but what people do is they'll buy them by the roll and they'll pick out the nicest ones and they'll toss the other ones in, in circulation, kind of like a, you know, here, have, have this coin that I don't really care about that much kind of thing, you know, because they're cherry picking for the best one. It's kind of like a collection of Hot Wheels. Yeah. You, you go in and buy a whole box for one or two Hot Wheels and then just sell the other ones right off. Yeah. And, and there one or two of the Hot Wheels that, that are rare. Yes. And you'll, you'll be amazed at the things you find. I mean, I find foreign stuff all the time in, in boxes, but the, uh, the amount of silver that still shows up, I've found barber halves. I found a lot of walkers, a lot of Benji's, a lot of Kennedy's. The barbers have shocked me. Um, I've found a number of what they call uh, magic coins and also opium coins, which are, you know, they're trick coins. Um, you know, so it's it's pretty pretty interesting the things you find. And I honestly, the best return for your buck is nickels, by far, because buffaloes seem to be in circulation pretty well. Um, you know, which is surprising. And then the the war nickels. A lot of people don't know that if you find a nickel and you turn it, you know, to the reverse and just above the Monticello, if there's a P, a D, or an S, that is a war nickel. That's a thirty five percent silver nickel. And right now with silver prices are probably worth about a buck 80 or something like that for five cents, you know, so you can't go wrong. Find me a stock that gives you that kind of instant return. I'll buy it all day long, <laughs> you know? Yeah, so you can get, you can still right now, if you were to find a roll of those nickels, you could get a very good return on that roll. If you paid the, the mm -hmm. price of nickels. Yes, right? sir. Which, what, $2 yeah. a roll? How much? I'm sorry, two dollars. Two dollars is a roll of nickels. Two bucks. Right, right. Two dollars is a roll of nickels. Mm -hmm. so on your two dollar investment, you just made a lot of money. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Same same thing with uh, uh, Mr. Lodek says. I'll show you some stocks. Um, same thing with the 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 halves. Um, if you hit a good run of halves, you're talking a forty percenters worth five six bucks or so now. Um, when those used to only be worth a buck, buck 50, but the 90 percenters are worth 15, you know, um, roughly. 
Uh, Randy Lewis says, where do you sell them? Um, well, I do a lot of giveaways and coin roll hunting and stuff. And so a lot of my silver goes back into, you know, the people. Um, I also, when people come on the show, I sell tears. And so a lot of stuff I find goes to the people that are watching the show. <clears throat> but I do extra boxes and I do videos on those as well and talk about, you know, little tricks and what to do as far as what you're looking for, you know, key dates and things like that. Excuse me real quick. Quickly. Started having a choke on my, my myself there. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We would have just laughed at you. While you did While we're trying to say, are you okay, Raven? So, yeah. do you, so do you sell the 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 ninety percent of the coins that you buy from the bank? Do you sell them back to the bank at face value or what? No, I, I the 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 90%ers I keep and I'll either trade or sell back to a I, coin I shop. Or, like the no, clad. The oh yeah, the clad the clad goes back. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> no problem. I have well, this is the thing. There's tricks to this. I don't, you know, you know that old saying, you don't poo where you eat, right? Right. Well, well, I don't, I don't ever drop my coins off where I pick them up. Um, that's considered, oh, okay. that's, that's one thing that'll get a bank to stop giving you coins really fast because now all of a sudden you're dumping all the, you know, stuff that they really don't want. And they're doing you a favor by ordering you half dollars, nickels, right. dimes, pennies, stuff like that. You know, if they give you flack on nickels and dimes and stuff that's that's really kind of dumb but half dollars you kind of gotta you know work the system and go okay i will take this to a different bank and not drop this on you guys you know well, do, you, do you ever just spend it yeah yeah there's plenty of play the places around here a lot of the uh local uh shops a pizza store and a bakery and a couple other places love the half dollars so yeah, I, I spend them all the time. <laughs> yeah, little little did they know. I'm right, like, right, I should right. write silver on the outside to be mean. No. <laughs> no <laughs> Take one of your 43 nickels and stick it on the edge, you know. Yeah, there you go. But you know, I've I've done things. That, well, the funny thing is though, is once you educate some of the tellers then that's the place where all of a sudden you start noticing you don't see the silver and you don't see the things because, <laughs> you know, they, they started looking it. for themselves. I was going to ask you about that. So obviously, like, um, these these Coinstar machines and places like this, they just take this bulk money and they ship it off to be counted and wrapped and then sold back to banks or back to the mint well, or what happens? How does that... Does that go back to the banks? Well, check this out. Now, depending on the coin store, it's either owned by the store itself mm -hmm. or it's owned by a private individual. If it's owned by a private individual, nine times out of 10, they search the coins themselves. But but coin stars reject silver coins. Oh, I, I mean, I've found quite a few uh, oh, silver right. coins. <laughs> You know, walking by a coin store and go, huh? Hey, there's a nick. Right. You know, a, a I dime haven't been so lucky yet. Wow. Yeah, I have too. I, I found a, a silver dime, uh, mm -hmm. a buffalo, 
I think it was like 91 cents, you know, yeah. total, you know, with just mixed change. And there was a, there was a, a silver in there. So, hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But, but those, well, uh, those. My wife says, my wife says that at Walmart, they don't, that's their money. They don't. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It, in some, some places, you know, it is, like you said, it's their money and they do what they do. Um, but you know, like I said, you know, it's sometimes it's just in the way that you talk to the place, you, you know, right. even, even the ones that, that keep it like for the, the store itself, if you ask them, Hey, I'll, I'll buy a bag of coins from you. Sometimes they'll say, okay, fine. And they'll, they'll let you have it. But a lot of them have contracts already where, you know, an armored truck comes and picks them up and it goes into the big hopper and, you know, it goes out into right. circulation. You know, you'd be amazed at how many people that work in the banking and in industry and stuff, and they know about the silver and they don't care. It's kind of like, huh? It's free money, man. <laughs> but well, my wife used to be a teller, and what she says is, when you work with it like that, it's not even money. It's just mm -hmm. just something you got to count. You yeah. Know? Just you, you, gotta, you gotta count it out, you know, all day long. You know? So it's not yeah. money to them, you know. So I guess that's how it works. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, Mr. Lodex says, Have I ever hit up arcades? I've hit up arcades, casinos, uh, car washes, uh, laundry mats, anything that has a coin machine, vending machines, even. You know, I've seen it. I've gone to one time where I was getting sodas from a, a place that I used to work and all of a sudden silver quarters started dropping. I was like, no way. I put another dollar in change silver quarters. Okay. Run over. You know, I, I, yeah, I end up getting like two bucks in silver quarters out of that, you know? So wow. you just got to really keep your eyes open from time to time and be, you know, be creative, you know? Um, anywhere you see a coin machine, you never know what they've dumped in there because a lot of the people that own those, you know, vending routes and stuff, and they've got the quarters. It's like you said, they're just numb to it. They're breaking rolls and not even caring what's in there so they can fill yeah, it up got, and go home. Yeah, right. They've got 20 other machines they got to take care of that day or 10 or whatever, you know, they're real, yeah. they got to take care of. Uh, yeah. So the coins to them are just coins. Yes, know, sir. Uh, it's not until probably the end of the day at night while they're sitting there with their bags of coins that they actually start maybe maybe stop and take a look a little bit look pretty obvious mm -hmm. you know you would think yeah. i know i would yeah i may not be it's it's like us when we're out prospecting and and, and actually working and digging uh-huh we don't stop to see to look at the gold that we're, we're you know, we're just working. We're just yeah. working. We'll look at the end of the day. You know, we know we got some. We'll look at the end of the day. And that's probably the same way they operate. The only thing they probably sitting around looking at their big table piled up with all these quarters and dollar bills and whatever, and they're looking at it, rolling up. Probably not even that close. Like I said, probably just looking for the obvious, the, mm -hmm. the, those coins that stick out. You know. Mm -hmm. Well, speaking of the obvious. Do you guys know quarters or silver because of the year they were produced? Yes. Well, not only that, you have the year, but but silver in between clad sticks out. So 
Right. Let me let me show you. I'll give you an example. Um, let me grab a couple half dollars here, and I'll, I'll show you what I mean. The way they so, land, the way they look, the edges. Yeah. So if, so if you look at that. Oh, bam, bam, bam! Three silvers right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You see how bright white that is? That's one of the main things that you're looking for on any coin for silver then the sound the sound alone is uh hold on i gotta get to i of course i i try to do the trick and doesn't want to do it <laughs> oh that's funny but listen it it's got that uh this sound versus this is regular clad yes. and this is silver yes silver has that that jewelry ring like a bell you know um and uh but yes by year is definitely another way to look at it uh 1964 and older in quarters but there is a 1976 40 percent bicentennial quarter that was made or not 40 no not, it's i think it's 90 percent, but still there's a silver quarter in 76 um that you might see in circulation from time to time for half dollars 40% silver runs from 1965 to 1970. And then everything from 1964 and older is 90% silver. Hmm. Same thing for dimes, dimes and quarters, 1964 and older. But there's a couple of those little rarities in there that from time to time, I mess up, you know, some stuff I should know, even though I've been doing coins for a long time. But, you know, you kind of, learn more than you forget sometimes <laughs> there's so much there's so much the process right, there's a lot willie's got yeah. a question here who uh, does willie 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 boy says is there more cash value in the silver of a one dollar coin as opposed to a half dollar yeah there's more silver in a in a dollar than there's a half dollar in a dollar coin there is 0.7 two or point seven seven it's like almost uh three quarters of an ounce kind of thing um and then uh if for an ounce of silver with half dollars it would take three so it's a dollar fifty if you wanted to get an ounce of silver weight in constitutional uh junk silver hmm. so you know 15 dimes uh you know uh, et cetera et cetera but but yeah there's there's more silver in the dollar than there is the half Oh, interesting. It's a much bigger coin, you know. Um, but they're, they're, yeah, they're also asking about the 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 opium or the trick coin. Mm -hmm. Are those are those like those container coins? Yeah. yeah. Do you have any that oh, we okay. see? Actually, I don't have any of the opium or magic coins because those have been given to the people when I found them in the rolls unfortunately but i have a video on it <laughs> I, uh, I have a double-headed nickel and a dime with a mercury on one side and a wheat penny on the other so it, say a dime on one I, side i have a magic coin that's uh, a mercury dime on one side and a wheat penny on the other side the other the reverse is a wheat cent and the odd verse is a mercury dime. Is it a nice. is it a 
I think it's a Mercury. Might be. I I believe it's a Mercury. I'll have to is look for it. Like, huh? does, it um, does it open? No, but I do have a, a dime you can slip over a penny. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah but it, I don't like doing that because you almost have to bend it to get it out. I've done it before, so it's uh, those magic coins. Did they did spies used to use those too during World War Two? World War One. Here's the thing: if it's a real coin, if you truly have a real Merc with a uh, penny reverse, that would be called a mule. And like Redneck Stacker said, that'd be worth a lot, a lot of money yeah. if it was wow. was to be found re real or authentic. Wow, that that'd be a nice find. I I think it's a magic coin, but if it's a mule, like Redneck says, that that'd be sweet. Mm -hmm. Now, what about my double-headed? Uh, that's more than, more than likely or, somebody bought that at a magic shop or something. That's like that. what I think. Hey, want to flip a coin? I bet ya. I'm gonna get heads. How about you? <laughs> <laughs> right, sucker. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> like fifty thousand wow. dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Holy yeah, the, Toledo, the money on the money on mule coins yeah. can be ridiculous. Same thing with dollar bills. If you ever find a dollar bill that has a reverse that's different than what the obverse should be, you know, a ten dollar bill with a twenty dollar reverse or or whatnot, lots of money. Hmm. Wouldn't that be well, nice? Well, mm -hmm. would there would there be a sheet of those? Excuse me, or at least that, or at least that many bills as a sheet. And technically, you know, I mean, the way that they're made, but but for that to happen, the the chances are like super, super insanely rare for that mistake. It almost has to be done on purpose, but they do exist. Well, I would assume it would be done on purpose. Somebody, mm -hmm. oh, I'm sure someone who works yeah. there might oh, go, I mean, "Oops!" But... Because when they print money, they print money in sheets of what? I don't even know how big they are. Well, that's I know they're, they're, they're huge. They don't let that stuff out, man. They're hard on that when they inspect the money. But have you yeah, ever been so to how like does that, how the, does that happen? How does that get out? And how can there there wouldn't be one? It'd be all at least all sheet of them. It, it's the same way that all errors and stuff get out. You know, either they honestly didn't catch it, or they did it on purpose and they got it out there. They snuck it out. You know, I mean. Um, there's interesting things that happen at the mints and the uh, well, places that print money. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Being uh, my work life, I was an inspector. So, yes, I see how things could get out like that. I see how a, a, a big mistake like that can possibly get out. Um, not necessarily on purpose but maybe out of you know incompetence or, well, or not, not not incompetence but uh uh well just you know you're talking okay. sure sure volume is is mostly right. the issue yeah, i mean i mean you you're you're talking about you know bundles thousands and thousands of sheets in, you know an hour probably uh, yeah you're, you're millions see everyone 
millions of dollars printed per hour, you know, millions right. upon millions. So, yeah. So they do catch a lot of them, though. So if you ever go to the store, you know, and you're looking at your dollars, and I'm pretty sure I have a couple in here. Let me grab them, and I'll show you what I'm talking about. Um, when you see a $1 bill, $5 bill, any dollar bill that you find, and you see this little star right here, Oh, I it's have on there. Those, yeah. The star note. Yeah. I got some. So the star, the star note is when they were actually doing their job and they found the problem. They found the error. So when they find the error, they have to destroy the original and replace it with the same serial number. And in doing so, they have to put the star to say, "We destroyed the original money. Here's the replacement." Now the crazy thing is, there's certain years of. Uh, star notes now i think it's 2013 where they really messed up and they put out two runs of star notes so you can have duplicates that should never exist like that so there's there's a lot of crazy things that you can find with current look at numbers yeah yeah the, so the two bills out there with the same number i i yeah two bills that have the same number that shouldn't have the same number and they're both they star notes yeah Wow. <laughs> now there's you know, an error. Error. <laughs> error. Yeah. You know, so there's all sorts of things to search for, guys. It's amazing. You know, I've I've constantly talked about how we all touch the same things, you know, and and I love to uh metal detect when I get a chance, or you know, I heard out here in Oklahoma that there's some gold panning, but I don't know where, you know um I'd, I'd like to find out because I, I think what you guys do is a lot of fun it looks really relaxing oh it is it's definitely a lot of fun who's in our chat room from there anybody um who's from oklahoma in there hey what's up clash hey shane clash how you doing and of course someone say gold panning <laughs> <laughs> Good old oh, river know, therapy. The easiest way to find out, you get on get on Google and just type in gold in in, in your state. Yeah. Uh, and you'll get clubs or things like that. There is the Oklahoma chapter of the GPAA. Yep, uh, Mike Pines wow. from Oklahoma, the inventor of the gold cube. Um, nice. Uh, there's a few Oki prospectors out there. Yep. Actually, that's true. So really, just Google Google Gold in your state, and uh, it'll it'll point you to different clubs. And like I said, there's a GPA. Has is that the only one I think they have there? I don't know. I I'm sure there might be some other small clubs. Yeah, it could be some local clubs, too. But a club is a good place to go, Raven, if you mm -hmm. have interest, because right. they'll be more than happy to tell you all about it. <laughs> um, they And if you go to one of their open outings or something, they, a lot of people would be more than happy to let you run their sleuth, river sleuth, their high banker, even get behind the nozzle of a gold dredge. Oh, yeah. yeah, they're willing to sucker you into this lifestyle. Oh, yeah. We do it all the time. 
Yeah. That goal. You're like that first the first nuggets free. Now the yeah, rest right. you get for it. <laughs> the rest is 10 20%. Yeah. Hey, oh, what's up? The other end. Uh, yeah, got some more case digging it. You see any of your friends in here? Yeah, I've seen a couple people actually. A redneck stacker and John Wolf. Um, recognize a couple that I haven't seen in a long time. Uh, John Wolf's I, a good friend of ours here. I'm flashing he his hand. Yes, he is. Um, nice. I saw Bill Gibson. I thought here a little while ago. I've been more focused just talking to you guys and, and I, I, whatever I, questions I come up. Yeah, I have decent days where I'm able to keep up with the chat and then days where I'm just like so focused on what's being said that I, I don't even realize there's a chat right there. So <laughs> it happens. It happens to the best of us. Out, outdoorsy Gallo was wondering, do you have a trick coin that you could show? I I don't right now, actually. I, I, I wish I, I did. I do, Chrissy, but it's yeah. I doubt for what I had to find it like two hours before the show. Yeah. <laughs> it's, right it's, an it's, it's, it's an editing. It's an editing. It's an editing. Yeah. That'll be the while of live streaming. That's awesome. Yeah, it'll be in the post show sometime. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, actually, um, there's a couple really cool items I'll share with you guys that, that Redneck Stacker made um check this out this thing is one of the most impressive items that i've gotten from him if it's what you showed us earlier they'll love it i'm gonna pin you for that oh you know what yeah i'll show you that too i have two two different things i'll, I'll share with you the first one is sure uh this it. custom custom bar that he and i designed but he did all the work on because he's oh, the oh, artist a little, a little higher yeah right oh, there yeah. you go oh, and wow. that is Nice, that nice. is the Raven Arrowhead. That thing weighs about 2.3 ounces of silver nice. hand poured. Very, very cool. But that's nice, guys, Redneck. The one of the most awesome things that I've seen him make, and one of the things that's really hard to do is things that are thin when you're pouring silver. And I'm a potato chip and chip fanatic. He made silver Doritos. Doritos. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, oh, cool. Man, and, hey, you need to get him out here so he can talk to us about the process and stuff. That was definitely. Like hey, Redneck. Yeah. Redneck Stacker, would you be interested in being a guest in a couple of months? I am booked until June. So. <laughs> but yeah, definitely. Red would be in. He says, he says that was difficult. I, I bet that was. Yeah. And then David Red, Villa said David Villa said don't eat it. Yeah. No, that that would definitely give you a chip tooth <laughs> or a broken tooth. <laughs> but Red oh, does yeah. awesome work. Yeah. And then that's awesome. Let me say I, I got two people just come in. Secret got, Creek prospecting, Shaw's prospecting, Spike Gold prospecting. How are you guys doing tonight? All right. Nice. We like to say hi to our, our chat room because they're 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 why we're here, you know. 
There, of course. The reason, I mean, because we could sit on Zoom without them, you know, <laughs> right? But true, I, you know, they're here to to learn, and we're here to say hi and and just have a good time. That's right. Just so a bunch of friends around. Uh, tell us about your channel. What 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 is your channel about? And you say you have more than one, right? No, I I have just one channel. I just do a lot of things on my oh, channel, okay. and uh, um, I'm basically I'm a coin collector, silver stacker, and uh, I do live streams for coin roll hunting, and I do some sing along live streams as well. Uh, but I I do videos, you know, um, on searches, uh, different stuff that's coming out, new new silver, and and whatnot. Um, it just kind of depends. You know how like regular YouTube channels are. You just kind of figure out, okay, I'm going to highlight this coin this week, or I'm going to have a series for a while on, on this topic to deal with, you know, how to become a coin collector or how to deal with banks and, and things like that. You know, I do a, a lot of different stuff. And then um, I have a show that I do with my friend, Rob finds treasure and silver seeker on uh, every other Monday night, we rotate our channels and we have a special guest that we do a Q&A for about an hour. Our last guest was Salivate uh, Metal, Sal from Salivate Metals. I don't know if you guys know who that is, um, but uh, you the know, so- The channel rings a bell, but I do know Rob Finds Treasure and I do know Silver Seeker. I used mm -hmm. to be a member of Silver Seeker's channel surprised nice. he stopped wearing his beanie but i noticed he did that a few months ago yeah he uh he got caught up in a moment where somebody shared a story and he took his beanie off and then he kind of finally said well now that i've done it i might as well just always do it and that's kind of the reason why i actually came on camera too because we had like a joke about if he ever took the beanie off i would i would show part part of my face at least um <laughs> you know but um, but but I you know do a lot of different stuff. I I try to do, you know, uh, once in a while do community fundraising for people that are having problems or whatnot. You know, we've done some auctions to help people that have had you know a hard time. Um, but but I try to focus on you know uh, trying to have new content on different coins and different uh, things to look out for, as far as you know being a coin roll hunter and uh and uh coin collector and, and stacker um and then i do my random what i call sing-alongs you know i'll go on and make a fool of myself for a couple hours singing all sorts of different stuff and we have a lot of fun with that and then uh i have my live streams for the half dollar searches um, those are on thursdays and sunday nights and those run for a couple hours and then i also do one auction a month sometimes two auctions it just depends on what's going on because sometimes um, my boxes get held up and, you know so you got to have something to fill the void <laughs> um, and, and i'm I, i'm trying to go off just the top of my head of everything but yeah I've, I've done a lot of different stuff and we got a lot of cool stuff coming up in the future uh, we plan myself red uh, redneck metals and some other people we're going to be doing a really cool fundraiser here next year um so, you know so a lot of things in the work and also um a big project with uh, rob finds treasure and silver seeker but that's still kind of a surprise but uh, it's going to be fun, you know, um, 
just to always open to new things as well. You know, I love doing things like this where we get a cross promotion of these communities because honestly, we all do look at a lot of the same things. And even, even if you're not really that into coin collecting or coins, man, if you can find silver, you know, a 10, a, who don't a like dime, silver? Yeah, who don't like silver? Well, well, yeah, and here's the thing. Ten cents is now worth three dollars with current silver prices. Right. Oh, wow. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. The silver dime is worth three bucks. So, yes, sir. When you do your sing-alongs, you you have a relatively large channel. Um, you're getting closer to the six thousand mark. Mm -hmm. How do you how do you handle YouTube when you're singing songs? Because apparently YouTube's so uptight about music. Uh, one, I don't monetize the the stream. When I turn it on, I make sure right off the bat that there's no monetization. So there's no issues of anybody saying, hey, you're making money off of my music. Gotcha. Um, I also stick to the same a lot of the same songs that I've done before in videos that I've released. Mm -hmm. I used to do a lot of I used to do like a, a couple songs every like month, you know, where I do a video of let's say Phil Collins one time and then Bob Marley the next and then God smack another time. Um, and a lot of artists, they really don't mind you doing it as long as they get the credit for their, you know, their work. Mega death, uh, who sells, but who's buying? I'm sorry? Saying? Go ahead, Ed. I, I said I was requesting mega death, peace sells, but who's buying? Uh, he's one person that does not like you doing his music. <laughs> I believe it. Um, yeah, so, Dave Mustaine is is he's <laughs> he's a trip. Um, but but it it really depends on the song. It depends on the artist. Uh, but it comes down to most of the time, I'm singing along and doing the entire song, and I'm not changing anything, and I'm not making money off of it. So I've never been hit with a copyright issue. So Ever. you're singing the song with them? Yes. Oh, so, okay, I got you. It's like you're sitting in your car, driving down the road, singing to Bohemian Rhapsody or something. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Whatever yeah, whatever you. song that, you know, right. suits my fancy. And, right. and uh, you know, if I wanted to sing by myself, I can kind of hold a tune, you know. <laughs> so it's kind of like karaoke coin roll hunt. Well, I don't, I don't do it, but I, but I'm not doing any coin roll stuff while I'm doing it. Oh, you know, okay. I, it's just singing. I mean, if you're singing and looking at coins, that'd be kind of ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll have to swing in one of those times if I can. He's like, I, 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 I'm curious to see the opening to this. He's like five, two, one, baby. <laughs> you know, oh, wait, it'd just be too weird. <laughs> yeah, you know, he'd stop you like. Hold on, everybody. We got silver, but um, but yeah, you know, um, it's fun stuff. Um, I will say that there's a there's the one crowd that loves the music, and there's the people that don't so much love the music. You know, so it's funny. I can have a stream have you know seven hundred views or so, uh, just doing my normal thing, coin roll hunting, and then I do some singing, and I get two or three hundred views. You know, um, it's just fun to kind of have something to do, break up the monotony. And I like singing a lot of old songs, you know, and uh, to me, the way that music touches your life, you know, it, it's it's just uh, 
it's fun. Music's got to drive. It's got to, you got to feel it. You got to get emotion from music. I drive yeah, guys on the construction probably. site nuts all the time because yeah. I, I'm cracking notes all day long, you know. <laughs> and I, I don't care if I'm out of tune or anything. I'm just there, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah music's got to make you, you know, feel something. You know, yeah. It's make you feel something. It's just, I don't know what it is. Words, yeah. I guess. Yeah, if you if, matter of fact, what's funny is there's only been a couple of times. Most of the time when I meet a person, I'm like, hey, what kind of music you like? If somebody says, oh, I'm not really into music, I'm like, yeah, we'll see you later. <laughs> you know? I, I like kinda... so much, it's hard to say. I like so much and I dislike so much. Of exactly. all Of all types, you know? Right, I... Yeah, same here. I'm, I'm definitely not a rap person. There's some good hip-hop and rap, earlier. but there's some crap rap, too. And, right. But there's good metal, there's bad metal, good right. rock, bad right. blues, right. jazz, classical, sure. you know. Yeah, when uh, Red, Red always wants me to sing country, he's like, you got to stay, stay more to the country. And I'm like, well, I like other stuff. He's like, but yeah, but you got that deeper voice. And I was like, eh. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I don't do country. Mother, either, like don't let Stapleton. your babies grow up you to know, be coin roll. Like you know, he's a, a modern, or not so modern, but a, a modern day country singer. Uh, blows me away with his, his music. But that's you know newer stuff, and like I was telling you earlier, I'm pretty much stuck in my own bubble of '60s and '70s music. But yes, I do sir. What's up, Ty Hitman? There's one of my uh, people that watches everything. Ty Hitman yeah, watches the music and the roles. The get go, I believe. Yeah, he's been yeah. here for a while. What's up, Ty? I think I said hi to him earlier. Yeah. Believe, welcome, so. welcome, welcome, all yeah, you stacker so, friends. Welcome to the Flash Fam. Yeah, I'll say and, I top cats in the house and Miss Laurel's in the house. I, I want to do a super big thank you for the super chatters um, that given me three <laughs> super chats, all of you. Thanks for the super chats. That's how Bellsworth. Actually, some of the tidbits I've taken from uh stackers like silver seeker and some others uh some of the visual stuff they use uh mm-hmm. like for my auctions i have like once a month and stuff and some other things see you got you got the i don't have great i have uh one of the things people love that i do on there is we we do this thing for good luck for finding silver and I was telling a joke one night that I'd heard from a comedian a long time ago, you know, how motorcycles, they sound like their makers, right? So you have the Harley Davidson, you know, and it's like, Harley, Harley, Davidson, 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 right? Well, for silver, I always go, Suzuki! A little motorcycle that goes across the screen. That's about as high tech as I get. There's Bill Gibson. 
another brother of mine from the channel. How you doing, Bill? Hey, Bill. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes, Outdoorsy Gallo. Music is medicine. And yes. Outdoorsy Gallo is our, our Ontario-Canadian musician, Fisher Gal. She's a fish slayer <laughs> up there, but uh she's a treasure hunter in many forms oh, canada, canada makes some of the most beautiful coins out there and they got a lot of silver coinage too yeah i have a bunch of old canadian silver right in the drawer behind my green screen <laughs> yeah, i didn't so tell I... no one that you didn't hear that you did not <laughs> hear that so with you having your channel and, and doing giveaways and, and, you know, working on some charities and stuff, have you kept any coins for yourself? Like, do you have any favorites that you would never get rid of? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I have some, some coins that I love. Um, I should have brought some coins. I just didn't even think about that. Like, uh, I mean, I, could, I guess I could get off screen and go grab something. But, uh, yeah, I have, you know, my private collection um i have some cool stuff that i've managed to get like i don't know if you guys know about the uh, pros uh provident metals had the four horsemen of the apocalypse series oh, where they hmm. did uh the four horses in silver rounds and then they did a 10 ounce bar that's one of the more cooler modern things that i have but as far as old coins you know i have a 1926 san francisco minted um in wheat scent that's what they call wood grain and it looks you know that the color is it's a it's a mis mistake with the alloys they don't mix right so it looks almost like it's a painted coin um you know because there's like different colors so they call it a woody that's one of my absolute favorites that i have as far as older coins i have also have a mercury dime that's called a brockage air where when they stamp the coin it slides it over so all of a sudden the dime's just a little bit bigger than it should be, you know, and that air itself is worth, you know, like a hundred and something bucks. Um, a bunch of different silver that I collect, you know, and uh, Indian heads. Uh, I share a lot of different stuff that I ha I own uh, in my videos as well. Um, so yeah, I, I do manage to keep stuff that, you know, you know, I get from like coin, uh, coin dealers or if i go to coin shows um and when it comes to the nickel searches and then other half dollar searches and stuff i do on my own i keep that of course yeah it's only the stuff that i do on the live stream that goes to everybody and are these these coins that you love uh, uh minus the four horsemen are these all coins that you found or did you end up purchasing some because you really wanted them no i have some that i found and i've i've had some that i purchased because i really wanted them uh, the, the 26, uh, Woody, that one I purchased from a, a dealer a long time ago when I was younger. Um, you know, and then I have a 1922 wheat scent that's called a light strike where the, the D you can all, you can barely see it. And that coin I found in a coin roll hunt and it's worth probably like a hundred bucks roughly. Um, which I'm, you know, really stoked on that one. A uh, bunch of air, little air pennies and stuff that I found. I found a lot of nice older Canadian uh, pennies in searches. And, you know, um, it's interesting how dealers out here uh, discount it 
you know, they're like, oh, that's just Canadian pennies. They're not worth much yet. They're worth quite a bit, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I love doing trades with, you know, like the Canadian stackers and stuff. Um, it's really cool, the community as a whole, you know, to be able to have that chance to, to trade with people in Canada and across the, you know, in Europe and stuff. I've done coin trades with uh, people in Germany and in the Netherlands and everything, you know. Um, so I've got a lot of it. it I'm, I feel bad that I'm not answering your questions perfect because I have, you know, coins that are uh, a beautiful toned Benji that I did a video on and just different stuff that I own. Um, and uh, one of my absolute favorites that I have is I have some Indian heads that are purple and, and red and orange, you know, toning. They're just unreal. Uh, those are probably my absolute favorites in what I own. Well, that kind of that kind of sparks up another question in regards to the toning. Is there a way to tell um, whether that's a an, an error or whether somebody has cleaned them? Like, is there a trick to that? Well, here's the thing: if you see a lot of the what they call monster toning, um, and like with the the coins that I have, unfortunately, a lot of those are chemically enhanced. Yeah it's it's hard to get them where they are naturally done but when they do they're they're you know you there's certain ways that you can tell by the look of the coin um let me see give me one second i'm going to show you this benji real quick give me one second guys sure. i apologize uh, yeah, don't, don't wait for treasure porn anytime <laughs> one me, one thousand okay redneck redneck stacker he's gone give us the scoop dude give us the scoop <laughs> just just messing i i always enjoyed um raven's shows i've mostly caught his coin roll searching shows but always a good time ink man good to see you buddy nice ink man lives in my town oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, he's a good dude. I like Ink Man. All right, guys. So here's an example of something that's toned naturally. It's a Benji half that I did a uh, video on. And I know this camera is probably not going to do it the kind of justice it needs to do. But with the way that it tones is you'll have a really dark outer edge. And then you'll get a little bit of the color and stuff on the inside. and And it'll grow more towards the middle. The other kind of toning that you'll see is what they call bag toning. And what that is, is when, you know, you have half dollars and stuff that sat with rolls and other rolls, like kind of like this, you know, and, and that's why you'll see a coin that has like part of the coin is toned and the, the rest of it looks brand new. That happens because something laid over it and the part that was exposed got the toning and the stuff that was covered stayed nice. Hmm. although toning is actually preferred you know if you get a natural like this this benji here it would be hard to get this away from me ever just because this thing's worth quite a bit by the way that it's toned so Um, okay so i i guess the best chances are if you're if you're rooting through your coins and you find mm -hmm. one that you think maybe Um, is it, is it, I mean, like, is it a small chance? Okay, I have one. I found a penny that I think is a red penny. 
Uh-huh. You know, is there any way to test it or tell or? If, if you're unsure, the best thing to do is to go to a local coin dealer, you know, or even send pictures to one of us uh, coin YouTube coin people. We could probably look at it and be like, yeah, that looks like it, it looks normal. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Hold on. It's okay. <laughs> Take him off. Must have went down the wrong part of the oh, pipe. I apologize. Hey, no worries, brother. No worries. Woo. At least you didn't spit all over your monitor and keyboard or something. No, no. Uh, mm. Want to hear a funny story about something like that, though? We were talking <laughs> to Jesse once, and he goes to show us gold in his gold pan. Unfortunately, there's water in his gold pan when he does it. <laughs> and he's like, here, oh, all my, I don't have a blue pan handy. They're all green. <laughs> he goes to show us and pours water right on his laptop. Bloop. Oh. <laughs> we love him, so we still give him a hard time about it still. That's funny. <laughs> so uh, Secret Creek prospect, pro- Prospecting excuse me, asks, can Canadian silver rounds be graded in the U.S.? Coins, yes, and certain bullion, yes. Uh, like um, so stuff that's produced by RCM, Royal Canadian Mint. Um, there is bullion, silver bullion that gets graded all the time. You know, it just depends on who it's uh, produced by. You know, if it's some like random private dude, probably not. But if it's a well-known mint or an establishment, yeah, they will actually uh, grade, grade those coins. I have some Canadian, um, but that's a that's an actual Canadian coin, you, you know, a half dollar that I get graded. <clears throat> and and yeah, the Canadian coins and the bills can get graded as well. So what are what are some bucket list coins for you? What is your what is your mecca? What is your holy grail? Oh, wow. Um, the white elephant type? You know, honestly, mine's more in some of the currency. There there are some bills out there that are worth a lot of money. Um, you know, there's a thing called the educational note and the bison bill and uh, that are just beautiful pieces of art. Uh, when it comes down to uh, coins, there's I have a list. You, you know, it's 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 one of those things where you're like okay if i get a 1909 svdb well the next thing i want is the 1916 mercury you know denver then i want the 1942 over 41 mercury dime i want the double dyed 1955 that's worth you know 35 grand and <laughs> whatever condition and you know the double dyed 69s uh penny um you know the list just goes on and on plus the you know the really beautiful old school coins, the large sense. And I mean, I honestly, that's why it's hard when people say, Hey, what's your very favorite. I always lean towards the Indian heads and buffaloes because I I love the, the native designs, but honestly, I like all the coins, Um, you know, each 
one has its own beauty. I'm not so into the like the modern coins, you know, they're got, they're getting kind of ugly and plain, like the shield penny just kind of does nothing oh, for me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I'm a lot like you. I like the older ones. I really like like upper Canadian bank tokens and my thing, my thing is trade tokens and old like part of my English, everybody kids close your ears. Uh, like hook uh, saloon and uh, get a free drink and a booty call type token <laughs> and um, uh, dairy tokens. Actually, digging with Deej, I won a token on her live stream before her show. Uh, but yeah, I really like trade tokens, good for tokens, Civil War tokens. They to me they have uh more more history behind it more purpose than just uh commerce transaction yeah. even uh, though yeah, a lot yeah, of them were the for new, commerce you mentioned the new pennies how ugly the shield was i think, mm -hmm. the first thing, I think besides the ugliness of the penny is the fact that the penny ain't even worth pennies i mean it's so cheaply made yeah, it's a, can, well, if you find one that's been in the dirt for a year, it's already half rotted away. It's ate up. Yeah, it is. Yeah, because yeah, that zinc, the zinc can't handle the environment like that, you right. know. But but copper is way too expensive to produce for you know uh, regular uh, circulation. Even the zinc pennies are literally ridiculous. I think it's like two and a half cents to produce a penny. You know, I mean, so it's not even worth a penny, right? You know, like I said, it doesn't even last. It won't last outside for two years. I found two-year-old pennies that were, you know, almost totally rotted away. You know, I so yeah. Give another penny. We don't need it. And now, here, but here's the thing. Now, if you start doing penny hunts and you're looking at those older zincs the 83s towards to now and you find one that's in just unbelievable condition in the early 80s that zinc penny because they're so you know hard to find in good condition plus how quickly they turn to poo mm -hmm. that penny is now worth quite a bit you'd be shocked shocked at what a high grade 80s penny can go for really yeah, but you but you're still talking mint state, you know, because that right. mint state it doesn't exist so many of them. That's why you got that value to it, you know. And that is the allure of doing the the penny hunts, you know. I've I've found proof coins and I've found uh you know, like I said some older coins that have have a little bit of value to them as well, but if you just look um over and over you're going to do very well. You might even find your own error that nobody else has ever seen. You know, you turn it in and get your name recognized for it. So there's a lot of cool benefits to it. And, and honestly, if you're in a place like, like I said, I live in Oklahoma, we get snowed in sometimes and it's a great hobby to sit around with the kids and, you know, go through like coins. Ohio. And, yep. You know, we, we don't get the kind of snow like you guys normally do, but this last month, man, we were, we were indoors for almost two weeks from the snow. 
you know, wow. and, and believe me, I was glad I had coins to look at and, and mess with and, you know, search through because, uh, <laughs> you know, it could kill you. Our, our <laughs> friend, John Shaw, um, I, I had this roll of 1955 pennies. Oh. I, I did a trade with John. I, I did it mostly because I like him so much. He's a good guy. We've met personally. He came all the way here uh, from Texas to Ohio for uh, outing. And um, I I was kind of afraid to break it open and look for it because I know some of the double dies. What is it? The Denver Mint double die. And the uh, 1955 be. penny is here. I'll, I'll tell you. the. I don't know the price offhand, but if you get the double die, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's astonishing. But. Um, if just in like the almost the eh condition, 1400 bucks for a uh, 55 double die verse. Yeah, but that's pretty much just from one mint, isn't it? Isn't it like the Denver mint? No, it's the Philly. Uh, the 55 is from Philadelphia. Oh, man, I think it was a... Uh, was that a Philly roll? John, would you have told me if there was a really good double die in it? <laughs> no, he's, he sent me some back. They, they were MS. MS-64 minimum. Uh, they were beautiful, beautiful mint luster on them, beautiful coins. But John's a good guy. The one that you really want is the uh 69S, uh, MS63 is a uh, 75,000. <laughs> wow, as far as a modern air in a penny, you know, that's could you imagine that? You know, you're searching through a roll, and there it is. 69s double die staring you at the, the face the change from my truck pocket money oh look hey cha-ching that's like life changing money you know yeah it is that'd be like finding a nice big nugget <laughs> right. mm -hmm. <laughs> so um do you i recently have been watching um some some coin hunting channels don't worry you're right up my alley you'll be next uh, <laughs> yeah. do you feel like coins uh are are nicer when they come from denver or from pennsylvania um you know what's funny is there are more errors that come out of philly oh philly than anywhere else yes out of <laughs> philadelphia because they're all on crack oh, wait. <laughs> yeah all the inspectors in philly what's up they got lousy inspectors in Philly. They're letting stuff get out. But the best coins come out of San Francisco. Right. I think that goes, I think that goes without saying. Are, are they yeah. known for that? Yeah. And then Denver has, you know, the second, you know, amount of errors. Um, but errors happen all the time. But but the reason we say Philly is the suspect mint is because they're nine times out of ten they have the the error, you know, the fifty five Philly penny and and all these interesting things that get out that you're like, what? <laughs> there, there's there's a silver penny out there in circulation because they were you know doing it on their own, wow. you know, 
trying to trying to be creative on getting some yeah. air coins out there making money. Was that heard, you really think that's heard it? That, that some airs are actually the guys pulling around. Mm-hmm. Just for fun. Mm-hmm. Boy. Just for fun, just for fun, or actually to to make coins that are worth a lot of money. I mean, there's some ridiculous stuff out there. There's like a guy that snuck in uh, like a silver nail and had dimes stamped on it, you know. And and so you you can see some interesting things that they've done. Hmm. Sounds like a fun job. So what about the forty-three copper penny? Is that forty-three? <laughs> copper penny? Oh, if that that's worth. You know what is it? I think the last one went for a hundred and something grand. <laughs> so there, really? actually, there actually are some of those out there, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not very many, but there's also check this out. There's a 1992 closed AM penny, which means when you flip it over in America, the A and the M are touching each other. Right. That penny's worth like ten grand or so in eh, wow. condition. A nineteen ninety two. Well, you're saying you're, you're saying in mint condition. What about in? I no, I said in eh condition. It's eh, worth. Oh, oh, in eh condition. Like, yeah. Yeah. condition. With lint stuck to it. Good condition. Yeah, yeah and and because it's that rare of a, a coin but mm -hmm. it's amazing how that one little thing that that tiny little difference just the a and the m touching versus not touching the fact that it's touching makes it worth all the money well while, so while we're on this subject that. let me show you a list my better half gave me uh so not only not only do you i gotta look at for wheaties and all that jar of pennies we got now I gotta look for air pennies. Oh, oh man! <laughs> look, look at this list. My better app gave me. They're all different coins with prices, what it's worth, you know, dates, all kinds of stuff. Cause she knows I save all my change, and then I go through it. I take out all the coppers. I put the stinking Lincolns in another container. I separate all the older stuff. It's three sheets. Three. One, two, three. It's like and that's just touching the this the surface, yeah, my friend. Yeah, that's the tip of the iceberg, right, Raven? Mm -hmm. Just yep. the tip. There's there's so much stuff to know with coin collecting. That's why there's times where people are like, well, it's so boring and there's not much. But when you actually start to get into it, it's a rabbit hole. It ain't that boring. Yeah. <laughs> I I literally started going through uh, my husband's change jar because of the snowstorm. Just like you said, I was like, I need something to do. And I was mm -hmm. like, I've been thinking about that coin jar for a while. And Welcome to the bunny hole. Right. I learned, I like, I started trying to Google and YouTube that you can literally just go to YouTube and start looking at the year, like whatever year you're on. And then mm -hmm. just start watching videos about the year. And then that's the year in P or the year in D or, you know, I mean, it's, it's insane. It's insane. There's so much. It's crazy. Yeah. That's a, that's a rabbit hole. Most collectors get in just about any collection. <laughs> I mean, coins, marbles, cards, there's all these mm -hmm. subsets of subsets and, you yep. know, uh, 
uh, he, uh, coins are cool, but uh, I got enough hobbies. <laughs> well, you know, the, the one common thread of all that, though, is they all use coins. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like finding silver and metal detecting, you know, I like, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's old bottles too, David. Yeah, old bottles. There's all sorts of cool stuff, you know. Oh, yeah, because yeah, there's there's value in old bottles, you know, depending on who, what, where, and when, you know. Uh, Jeff, it became a little, even, a little even less. Old, even old scrap junk can be worth some bucks. <laughs> Crazy. One man's trash is another man's treasure. <laughs> my my dad was a big uh, token collector on the West Coast, Raven. Nice. And some of my fonder men, and a big antique collector in general. He had his fingers in it all. Uh, but uh, some of my fondest memories growing up were going to coin shops, doing his rounds. He did bid boards and stuff. Uh, yeah, bid boards are fun. Yeah, you talked about that on the other live stream I was sitting on the other day, too. And I brought mm -hmm. up, my dad used to do coin uh, bid boards. Uh, but some of my fondest memories going out with him, you know, uh, to this day, mind you. I, I'm 58 years old to this day, going in a coin shop, an antique shop. My hands go straight in my pocket <laughs> when I go through the threshold, and they don't yeah. come out till I want to actually look at something. Yeah, yeah, because they they taught you old school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and and that's the thing. It's if you get the bug that bites you early enough, it it'll it'll stick with you for life. And that's what happened with me. You know, same thing. I have a lot of fond memories of hanging out with my dad and you know, going to shops and, and auctions and different things with him. And one of the things that was always great was bid boards because, you you know, it was basically a silent coin auction. Yeah. And sometimes people would put stuff up there that, you know, they didn't know what they had. Um, and next thing you know, you know, like I took a chance on some coins when I was a kid. The guy was like, oh, medieval coins. Turned out they were these old Roman coins, and I ended up getting a couple grand for 20 bucks. Wow, nice. Yeah. It's yep. amazing what people don't know what they have a lot of times. Not only that, guys, uh, you know, I know a lot of us, because we're all, you know, hunting, always hunting and hunting and looking. Uh, estate sales, garage sales, that's another great place to pick up coin collections cheap. There's times when, you know, I've been at a, a, a garage sale and you don't see anything out. And then you say, hey, do you have any coins? They're like, yeah. And they bring it out. And they're like, well, I don't really care what it's worth. Give me 10 bucks. And you're like, no, I can't do that. Because you start explaining, you know, these coins right here are worth a couple hundred bucks. If I did that, I would feel too bad. But, you know, sometimes you just want to just grab it all, right? <laughs> right. Actually, Shane. <laughs> collections Shame people from are lots of different collections that way hmm. oh yeah actually same class from class guitars or class tv um 
he came across some really nice coins from and a lot of silver from a garage sale and just yeah i'll buy that how much do you want oh yeah here <laughs> sure mm -hmm. it, it, boy how guilty would i feel it'd be like oh yeah sure oh oh i i don't know if i want to pay that much how about 10. <laughs> well i think i think like raven was saying you know the, the honest joes if you will would be like well no this is a fair price why don't you take this right right i think really yeah. is anybody in, in in at least in this zoom chat right here would at least extend that courtesy Right. That's I, I believe that's actually what Shane did. He's yeah. like, no, these are actually worth this. Yeah. I'll give you this much for it because yeah. that's way too cheap. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> because, you know, you just never know. You don't want it happening to you or your family, you know? Karma, right? guy. Karma, karma. Karma, karma. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What comes around goes around, and shoot, I'm still paying for shit I did beep, in my adolescence. What's scary is you probably haven't even started paying yet. Oh, shit. <laughs> Hush your mouth, brother. Hush your mouth. That's funny. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So like like with me, I go around and I I do silver too, but more in the way of uh, junk jewelry. Mm -hmm. There's value in jewelry. There's value in uh, silverware. Sure, absolutely. You know, sterling. Matter of fact, sterling, sterling. silver silverware is point nine two five. That's more than right. what's in you uh, know coin. Uh, silver coin. Mm -hmm. Oh, speaking of that, I have some silver ore from robert from libby montana uh cool. since you have my furnace jesse i'll give it to you i'll crush it up since i got my rock crusher back all right yeah, i'll give it, it to you and you could do like a, a fire assay and make a make a button out of it or a cool. bb or whatever it burns down to <laughs> and see what we get <laughs> It's a pile of dust. <laughs> well, it will be a pile of dust when I give it to you. But... Well, okay. So we'll melt, we'll burn off the excess dust. Right, right. And <laughs> see what fun. we end up with. Yeah, and, and then, you know, uh, maybe uh, Redneck Sacker will have been on there and he can talk about. Uh, it was Redneck Stacker, right? Yeah. a silver force. Yeah, Redneck Stacker. Yeah. He does awesome pours. Uh, yeah, definitely. Get him on the show. I can pick his brain, eat little pieces here and there, and you know, all good. Oh yeah, so, he's got a lot of good knowledge. He's a really good awesome. dude. Really, really good friend. I I talk to Red almost on a daily uh, basis, actually, mm -hmm. and. Um, you know, to get him on here, you guys, you guys have a good guest. He's a good dude. And matter uh, of fact, for uh, those that don't know that in chat and, and anybody that's on the panel that aren't uh, subscribed to Red, he's on his road to 2K, and he's going to be doing an insane giveaway when he hits 2,000 subscribers. I mean, we're talking 
gold, silver, slabbed coins. I mean, all sorts of great stuff. Well, we would never, we would never do a run over there and and like his channel just because. But if you wanted to go over there and like his channel and get him up to two thousand, I bet he'd appreciate it. <laughs> but we would never tell people to go just go do that for nothing. No, check it out. I know that. That sounds like fun. Something I wanted to do. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. So what else you got for us? Rose, you got more questions. Man, you know, it's so funny because I was like, oh boy, do I? But then you start thinking about them and you forget. <laughs> so um I do. Okay, here's one. Uh coins that are obviously so old and rubbed off that you can't read the dates are probably pretty worthless, correct? Not actually 100% true. There are people that collect what's called lowball coins. And that is a coin that is the absolute lowest grade that you could have it graded at. Wow. So if they send it in and it gets what's called like a G4 and you would think it's worth nothing, there's people that have been known to pay thousands of dollars for some of those because it's so hard to get it graded in such a cruddy condition mm -hmm. that it's now created a niche niche market and people are paying a lot of money for worn out coins. It would really blow your mind. I like to pretend like I have the, um, the 1913 nickel. Is that the oh, one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I definitely have one. Of those <laughs> I definitely have one. Yeah, it's all rubbed off though, so I can't prove it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's there's this thing called Nicodate. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah yeah you know it 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 definitely <laughs> the 1913 nickel you'd be sitting on a million plus easy. It's what uh, it's actually finding this nickel is what just recently caused me to go purchase my first coin microscope because I was like maybe I can maybe under the microscope I can see a date you know and <laughs> it's too rubbed off you can't see anything. <laughs> nice <laughs> but, but yeah you know that's that's how it hits you you know um I you'd be amazed I I've even found silver in uh pennies I found a 1942 uh, 10 centavo little piece of silver. Ends up being the same circumference and everything as a penny. Somehow got in the rolls. Well, I, wow. I've seen, um, man, I guess that's a good question. Is They've talked about how um, certain coins can have, like a, a dime can have a nickel stamp or a penny can have a dime stamp on it. <laughs> mm -hmm. so um are these people like did these guys make these coins have the intention of making dimes but put the nickel or the penny material in there and then just send them out it, it can happen that way yeah where they intentionally you know um push a couple of uh blank you know pennies through the dime machine or vice versa you know and then that ends up being worth quite a bit because it's just not supposed to happen I was saying, um, you, you lean towards saying intentionally like you 
are you like are you pretty sure it's just people doing it to to circulate some valuable coins or it well it's it's those little rumors little jokes and rumors that people make about it you know yeah. um because if you got caught doing that intentionally you'd go to federal federal prison and huh. you know you can't manipulate the uh the, the minting process to to benefit yourself like that um and and there's been people that got in trouble for having coins that they shouldn't own you you know um there was matter of fact there's a family recently where where they had some gold and they sold it and the government confiscated it It was a a, an after 19 like 1932 saint godens or whatever it is you know, it was that one gold coin that wasn't supposed to exist. And then the people had it forever. They sold it in an auction and the government said, no, that's our gold. You, you were never supposed to have that. Wow. Yeah. Oh, like, like that couple that found the tin can of gold eagles that in California. And then, you know, insurance companies get their greedy paws in it. The government's like, Oh no, that was robbed from the mint or from the San Francisco mint or well, something. That, that's bull crap because the dollar value is different by the time they found it. Government only got a couple of the coins, not the whole damn can. Wait, wait. Right. Did those guys get anything? Did they get anything? Did the government? Uh, they ended up getting their coins back. The right. best thing to do if you ever find a hoard of gold or silver is don't tell anybody shut <laughs> your mouth wow. loose lips sink ships yep. <laughs> shut yeah, my and, mouth i will never somebody, tell anybody i found that spanish gold <laughs> some, somebody made made the comment just a minute ago about how the mint said it's their property and that is what it is in the very end no matter what the mint owns your money if they really want to it's the government's cash wow, um, yeah. so like you know, there's a lot of people hoarding copper. What they don't understand is if the government says you have to turn it in, oh, you know, so you they'll have to. Like when they wanted coins. all the gold turned in back in gold. the day. Wow. Mm -hmm. So there are coins that the government has requested people to turn in. Yeah. Yeah. Especially gold. Hmm. You know, and then, you know, they took us off the gold and silver standard a long time ago. They've well, kind of, like, well, yeah, <laughs> they, they kind, they kind of tend to leave silver alone. It looks, you know, for the most part, but, you know, gold's value is, yeah, you know, because it, the value of it is, is at a rate where it's easier to, to manipulate its price. That's why they leave that alone. That's why we don't. I mean, we use silver, but now silver is being used for a lot more than just coinage. You mm -hmm. know, it's being used for electronics big time. Uh, like yeah, it's a great, uh, great electronic. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, and, and other, just a lot of other things, too. I mean, you know, like we say, in this world, everything that you use, you either mine or grow. Mm -hmm. You know, so, yeah, silver has... Uh, yeah, because it's easier to manipulate, I think. Do you they, know, like in the past. Do they make like current gold coins? Yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah, there's 
Yeah, there's there's cool gold coins that are made by the U.S. Mint. Um, and matter of fact, there was one that was put out just a couple months ago that caused a huge issue because they only made like 1,500 of this gold coin and people turned around and sold them for like seven, eight, nine thousand dollars $9,000 a piece when they paid like, you know, 1,200 or so for it. Right, right. Well, there yeah. was a special silver coin that came out a few months ago wasn't that was the same 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 day same thing it was a silver and gold coin both of them were limited editions and it crashed their website and (laughs) well what what do they expect is going to happen it's first of all it's a precious metal you know it's not like a piece of paper you know it's a precious metal so yeah if people are if they're going to put out a special edition like that of silver or gold a, a limited amount Right, right there, the value is going to double once it's all sold. Well, here's so, here's the sold, the value doubles. Move but like this that. is something that they've never seen before, and it goes to show how I think really YouTube and the rise of all the coin roll hunting channels and coin collector channels is really getting the word out there. Because before, you used to be able to buy stuff off the U.S. Mint and have no problems. And right. now, you know, when you have enough people jumping on there all at once to crash their site, you're talking, you know, tens and tens of thousands of people at once. They're just not prepared. Yeah. That's all. They just don't understand. They're be, they're behind the times. If they're going to put coins out like that, they better put a bunch of coins out. Well, no, you, you they want it limited that way. That's how you keep the value up. You know, well, yeah, well, they can't have it both ways now. That, but that's how coin that's how coins always are you know you you have limited edition <laughs> ones that are worth quite a bit because they only made right. so many and you know only ten thousand people in the world ever get to have it or whatever they just do that stuff on purpose um you know and, it, and it, it's a manipulation to make that one item worth more but you know it's 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 amazing i'm telling you once you really get into it the hours and hours and hours that you can spend learning and having a good time and actually making money if you pay attention to what you're doing i gotta start listening to my coins guys i gotta start listening <laughs> to them they'll talk to you so uh you have expressed some interest in you know you said you'd like to try some other treasure hunting Mm-hmm. let's uh let's say you know you had the biggest budget in the world and you were ready to try your next adventure what would you do if i had the biggest budget in the world i'd go down to australia looking for gold australia gold oh, uh, yeah. why, why that area i one i think australia is beautiful yeah um, you know and just the opportunities of, and things that you could do there on top of it but the amount of gold that I saw in a recent program that these people had a piece of property where they're walking up the hill and she goes, Oh, wow. And literally picks up a chunk of gold like this big <laughs> on the surface, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, you know, it, it would be that, or it'd be some kind of crazy, you know, treasure diving adventure down in a, you, you know, the Caribbeans or something, hoping to find some Spanish gold or whatnot. Yeah, but yeah that that would be fun you know uh you just we just had a question here sure on uh noblet i hope i said that right 
I have a 1933 to 1945 Franklin D. Roosevelt, uh, a New Deal coin. Does anybody know its value? A New Deal coin, huh? I've never even heard of that. It's it, it sounds like a commemorative. Is it a half dollar? Does he does he know the the denomination? Let's see if we can get an answer. Yeah. I love. I I say this every time. But I love how when we're waiting for the chat to answer, we all get quiet. <laughs> it I, I, I love I it. Hear the chat. <laughs> <laughs> so because it's a it's a, a, a from from two years that means it's, it's not like a commemorative right yeah it does but I've, I've never heard of it before i'll tell you what if you want to send me a picture of the coin i know enough people that are dealers and things like that that i could definitely get you an answer do you have an um, email address you'd like to share Sure, uh, I can put it in chat for you guys. It's pretty easy. It's just ravenhawkcoins at gmail.com, but I'll write it in here too. So Raven, our buddy, our buddy in Australia, Terry Marshall says, hey, there's no gold in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> you shit out of luck. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Uh, Redneck Stacker said it's a commemorative half dollar. Just, okay, just so... get anybody. Yeah, anybody wants. Oh, I didn't yeah. know I could ask this, but keep keep your coins away from red. <laughs> people melt melt coins. Uh, yes, people. Hey, I got three silver rounds right here. I'm I'm willing to sacrifice for some a nice pour. People, uh, uh, Raven. People melt coins. Isn't that yes. legal? Isn't that defacing? Um, it depends on what it is, actually. Um, like a lot of like like right now, you, it's illegal to melt copper pennies, even though even though you. If you were to take in, let, let's say you had a bunch of copper, right? And you thought you were going to be slick and throw in a little bit of extra copper to throw them off. No, there's a specific blend to the way they make U.S. coin copper that the refineries will turn you into the Treasury Department. Ooh. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it happens from time to time. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's true. And now, but it's like with the really old, old stuff, you know, nobody can really do much about it. You know, it's a shame to see it melted down. But but when it's collector, you know, grade old silver, then there's not really much anybody can do. So even that, even that silver has its own special formula, not just the copper. Yeah, can, there, there, can it's, it's away with melting silver. 
Well, I've never uh, heard anybody doing it on mass scales like they did with copper. Oh, okay. Um, you know, but but I've heard of, there was a guy in Chicago, there was a, a crime family that they got caught there and they had a warehouse melting pennies because wow. they, the, the return on, you know, the copper was worth it. Wow. Yeah. I guess if you wanted to be a smart defacer, you would melt it down and then make things with it, like jewelry or something mm-hmm. like that versus trying to cash in what you're melting down. Right. If you are planning on doing something like that. Although that would, I think, would defeat the purpose of doing that because your overhead would be so much higher and you just lose out that way. So that doesn't make to like uh, Wait, but yeah. here's the thing. If you make it into silver art or poured silver, uh, some some silver art goes for a couple hundred dollars an ounce. Or you know? jewelry. Well, let me interject for a second. I had a huge super chat from our friend GoPro Unlimited. So he just he deserves a nuclear. Oh, yeah, super chat. Oh, nice. A $50 spot. Thank Ooh. you, Jeff. Thank you very much. I missed, <laughs> and I yeah, missed that was here. my mic muted. <laughs> Doggone. I guess, uh, well, I'll, I'll, when I get a chance to talk to Red, I'll ask him these questions. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Red's got a lot of knowledge in in, uh, scrapping and stuff, too, guys. I I have a feeling uh, Toledo Jess is going to be getting hold of Redneck Stacker. Um, Yeah, I got some silver. I need some stuff, something really cool done with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, guys, definitely. Um, Matter of fact, one of you guys said you wanted to have something made. Yeah. And Red said, "Send it to him. He'll he'll work out something with you." I I, I see I see the message. Yeah, I made Ooh. sure to put it in there for Jeff. Yeah, I uh, think I have his email somewhere. He, put my email out there, Jared. He gave it. Oh man, I copy and pasted yeah, something he else. Just put it in there for you guys. Oh, okay, good because. Okay. Yeah, I got you guys. Right on, says. Maybe says you hear an echo somewhere. Yeah, I'm hearing an echo too. Echo, echo, echo. Oh. <coughs> hear my dog walking around. These these guys started stop wearing their earbuds and stuff. Oh, a Reese's. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Echo is gone. Okay, very good. There we go. <laughs> Echo Lima, bravo. <laughs> Man, I really I, I felt like I was so prepared for this. I want to make sure I get all my questions in. Hold on. Oh, go ahead. How long have you been on YouTube, Raven? I started my channel in um, 2017, actually. Uh, in August, it'll be my fourth year. Uh, <laughs> what, what made you take the plunge and become a content creator? 
Uh, well, I, you know, was looking up a couple things that I had some interest in, uh, poured silver and different items like that, and came across a lot of stuff where, you know, the things they were showing were nice, but the person and the way they presented it was like, <sighs> you know, it just kind of put me to sleep. <laughs> right. And I figured, you know what? A lot of my friends always said I should be on radio, you know, because I can do stuff with my voice. And they're like, you should try it out. So I, I took a shot. You know, one day I made a video and lo and behold, people started watching, <laughs> you know, which blew my mind and um, yeah, was do. doing really well for a little while. But I was away from YouTube for almost a year. Um, I got really sick with oh, a, yeah. a, a thing called Guillain-Barre syndrome, GBS. And it's basically a full body stroke. You you have to learn how to walk and uh, you have to rebuild your nerves and all sorts of crazy stuff. But so that kind of took me away from the action for almost a year. And I was really fortunate and lucky enough to have people that were, you know, still interested when I came back because, you know, it, you, you get a momentum and you're really into it and then you walk away and you're feeling like maybe I can't do this anymore. And then I've just, my mind's been blown with all the support, um, you know, and, and whatnot and the friends that I've made in the community um, across the board, you, you know? And so that kind of kept me going. I, I think um, wanting to see something new and do something my way versus what I've seen, you know? Yeah. I, I think uh, I speak for everybody when, we can say thank you for not being so boring. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you're trying to learn, you want a little bit of life in there. You want a little bit, you know, right. just a little bit of a catch instead of just, you know, sitting there and looking at pictures or um, mm -hmm. monotone voices or, you know. And, and, you know, like anybody else, you said monotone. I can fall into that too. Sometimes it happens where I'm like talking about a coin and I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> this just sounds like here is a 1944 <laughs> dime, <laughs> you know. But uh, but please, <laughs> what's up? So next slide, please. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, here's me standing next to a 44 dime. Yeah. But but you know, and and then I saw other things. I knew I wanted to do some live streaming and stuff, and I saw things in the community that should change. Um, when I first got into it. Uh, there was a channel that was selling their half dollar rolls for $10 a roll. And if they found something in it, cool. If they didn't find anything, that was it. You didn't get anything in return. So <clears throat> after some time went by and I found out a way to get my own, you know, supply of half dollars, I started my stream and I started shaking things up. You know, me and me and silver seeker changed a lot of stuff. And, um, made sure that people had a return on their investment as well as you know some some entertainment i'm i can sometimes be kind of boring because i get these weird energy dumps because of my gbs that i'm still dealing with to this day but um you know there's there's some times that you, you can go watch a coin coin roll hunting show and you're just kind of like eh. <laughs> you know even to myself i wonder sometimes why people want to watch me um, you know, but in the end it's, we've built a really cool supportive community, uh, you know, and, and like a family. So that, that's actually a, a bonus on top of it. Yeah. I, sing on I, the I think that stretches 
throughout all the appendages of the treasure hunting community coin mm -hmm. rollers and or corn roll hunters and silver stackers prospectors detectorists magnet fishermen uh, fisherettes mm -hmm. too and um just the whole broad spectrum it, it just blows my mind at how generous they can be especially when someone's in need too mm -hmm. oh yeah we've we've across the board whether it be poor silver prospecting people anytime somebody's had some rough times um you know we've helped them out you guys have helped them out and that shows what kind of people treasure hunters are you, you know um that even though we're trying to find something for almost nothing we don't have the problem turning around and giving away most of what we right. got right. you know Oh, Jesse O. That's Jesse. Uh, so Jesse O. Just paid you a really nice compliment. Says you truly make it so entertaining. Yeah, Jesse's you do, crazy. Raven. I Thanks, I guys. like Silver Seeker a lot too. Rob finds treasure. I enjoy too. Yeah, Rob's a good dude, and and Seeker, um, Seeker's Seeker's got a lot of bells and whistles to his stuff, and he, he cracks me up. He uh, uses his face filter sometimes. It makes him look like a girl. <laughs> and we, we tease him about hey uh you know you better be careful if we, we go to prison <laughs> you're not gonna be lasting long <laughs> oh man yeah that's really but, quick say hi to a few more people that dropped in including jesse o hello adventures with goats in the house with us now and but I saw, oh yeah, Bedrock Bennett, the Spessy King. Oh yeah, uh, prospecting. Uh, somebody asked for the link, and I, I forgot. Uh, I'm not on mod your channel, so yeah, it's not. Yeah, I gonna... got it, guys. I'll put it in there. I got it. Oh, oh Ed's so fast. Mister, I'm surprised Mr. Lodak hasn't jumped on it yet. The world's greatest <laughs> moderator. It's also down in the description below. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's a great channel. Uh, I enjoy watching his live streams. I lurk quite a bit when I'm multitasking. So. We always have uh, multiple giveaways every stream that I do. Um, you Hello, know, Justina. So if you guys just even want to come in and have a chance of winning some silver and things like that, come and hang out. Meet some good people. Oh, yeah, we very rarely do giveaways. Same the, yeah, same we're, not, we're not. Yeah, we're not really a giveaway show. We we do it. allow our guests to give away stuff. Though. Yes, but, but as far as <laughs> <laughs> no, I I can't say we don't give away stuff. We don't advertise it really. If right. they're here and we feel like uh i'm gonna give away tell you what everybody if we get to a hundred likes i'll give away here i'll show it yeah Since... i don't i don't i don't do the the whole hey i want a hundred likes to give stuff away i just always have <laughs> something going on mm -hmm. well and we don't we we're... very rarely give anything away but Ed, what are you giving? Are you giving someone away tonight, Ed? I'll, I'll give away. Uh, I'm gonna look for a really good one. It's, it's uh, 
I would say it's at least uh, MS-64, if not better. Ooh. Uh, 1954 wheat penny. Oh, is it focusing well? Yeah, you got, now you do. Oh, but you need to, yep, there you go. Bring it over a little bit. There you go. And, oh, wait, there's, I don't want to touch it with my hands. I don't have my cloth gloves on. And I'll get, I'll pick out a real nice steely out of this roll, too. Um, Steelies, they get kind of, uh, get, and there's a real nice steel penny right there. So, I'll, I'll make you work for it. You, you have three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. license at this point. I, I, I'm just kidding, joking about about that uh but let's say end of stream giveaway oh right, well thank you we love you too yeah mrs laurel that was so sweet thank you what i miss you didn't miss anything we should she says we give out lots of love every show that we do because we love you all out there you're all right. part of the flash fam if this right. is your first time here or not you're still part of the flash fam. that's right right steven howden how are you tonight come on populate populate <laughs> hey you know how to populate right hit that share and share our channel out <laughs> Don't forget to share, you guys. That's what that helps us too. Sharing RST, what's up? RST, how are you tonight? Hey, Barb, what's going on? Barb, what's up, darling? That's Daniel's, Daniel's better half. <laughs> 87 likes, Goat says. Or I, or I should say his good half. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing good about me. I'm pure hate. Yeah. yeah, you're just seething, Dano. I'm just seething. <laughs> oh, oh, no. it doesn't look like we're going to get it. Ready for yeah. a little freak therapy is what I'm ready for. Oh. We just lost oh, look at that. We lost a like and gained a dislike. Awesome. Oh. All right, we need one more dislike. Whose Cheerios did we piss in? <laughs> Remember, everyone, two dislikes equal one like but hey well, somebody let me go back here i saw a comment back here earlier about what we were talking about i wasn't able to catch it of course it's probably way back now oh yeah <laughs> once it's cleared for me it's gone for good yeah <laughs> all right uh, john, john no bit. Wow. He um, has a so 1963 penny with no D or P on it. So where else would it be from? It's 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 just a Philly. The pennies back then didn't didn't have a P mint mark. Matter of fact, in 2017, they made a big deal about having a Philadelphia minted uh, penny with huh. the with the P mint mark actually on the penny. But other than that, the uh, Philadelphia uh, pennies have always been a blank. There's no uh, P for a mint mark. 
I got really excited until I learned that myself, Raven. I was like, oh, this is this is something new. And then I learned, <laughs> learned very quickly that. You know, they just don't have everything so the, the modern, the modern uh, pennies have a P on them? No, only one year, no. 2017. Okay. Just the one year, 2017. Oh, oh, oh okay. Uh, Barb, Barb, Barbo. <laughs> Barb Longnecker asks, do you have a 1964 penny? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure laying around somewhere. <laughs> uh, they're pretty pretty common. What is special about the 1964? Or is there... That's her birth year. Uh, oh, yeah, probably birth year. I got you. <laughs> you know, I do... Uh, and maybe this is a little weird, but I have a tendency if I find coins with my birth year on it that I just keep them just because it's my birth year. <laughs> Isn't that weird? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you got another super chat, guys. 20 bucks from NorCal. NorCal. Yeah, buddy. Pioneer Polly, welcome. <laughs> and I see Rumble Hills mining in the house. Ron, I want you to know that I, I see you, but I don't say hi to you because I let Ed say hi to you. <clears throat> yeah. How are you doing, Ron? <laughs> I wasn't neglecting you, Ron. We'll see you in July, brother. Or June, I'm sorry. See you. I think, I think we all like it when Ed says hi to Ron. Yeah, that's why, that's why I don't say nothing to him. I, I just wish my voice would be better than it is. <laughs> I guess this. I guess this is what I was talking about. The quality of, of the pennies now. Look, this is a this is a 2019. Oh yeah, yes. No, it's a 2019. Look how bad a shape that penny is. Because it's a stinking Lincoln. Oh, oh, Raven! I know we're getting close to the end. I got mm -hmm. another good one for you here. Sure. Um, and I've, I've asked Ron at this a little bit, but I want opinions from multiple people. When it comes to dirty coins, I guess the ultimate answer is to never clean them. Like you should never like take a terry cloth and rub them off a little bit. You want them to be dirty and natural. Always. Exactly. Yes. Um, because once you clean a coin, if it's a collector's coin, you've taken half the value away. So say, um, like, okay, before I started asking these questions, I started just for fun going through the quarters and getting the state quarters and stuff like that. And I mm -hmm. wanted them to look nice in my book. So I, I rubbed them down a little bit. Oh, they're, they're done. Done. Oh, yeah. What about, what about coins that you find metal detecting? I mean, those are, you know, usually it, pretty it, grungy already. Well, be, be, but, and the thing is, is they're only going to hold so much value from a metal detecting coin too. You know, um, because that coin more than likely when you get it in your hands, the person sprayed it down and cleaned it and, right. you know, one way or another. Um, the reason why when you rub a coin, it takes off luster. Um, so to give you an idea, see, see this, this silver coin right here. When I turn it, it, it does this thing. They call it cartwheeling. Mm -hmm. right. that that that's because that has never been touched by hands once you start getting the oils of your fingers on there then it takes away the luster it starts wearing down the coin in the high spots and that ruins it 
And then when you're talking about an older coin, a, a dirty coin doesn't mean it's not worth something. Matter of fact, a dirty coin is more desirable because that's also considered patina. And if you wash that off, just like on some old art and some old bikes and different things that people collect, right. the minute you take the patina off, you took all the value away because you took the right. history off. Right, it's weird, like yeah, someone going weird. to an antique road show with a beautiful, like, Tiffany lamp, an old one that's been, and they said, oh, it was all, it was all, uh, uh, had this green, green, green on it. So I, I cleaned it up really good and got it nice and shiny. And they're like, well, you took a, Ten thousand dollar lamp, and now it's worth about twenty. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Laura Williams says, "What if it's found in the water? Does that does it ruin the coin too?" <laughs> the problem is, is that if there's any type of abrasion to the surface of a coin, if you were to get it graded, they would say. It's been affected. If you drop a coin in water and you let it dry, if it doesn't have any water spots on it, the value is not going to be affected by water because it's just water. It's not actually cleaning anything until you start, you know, using your hands on it and being abrasive to the coin. Yeah. Uh, that's the best way to describe it. I mean, honestly, like you, you'd be amazed at how easily a thumbprint transfers onto a mint state coin uh you know you'll you'll and you'll never get that thumbprint off wow. matter of fact I, I had a set the other night that i sold that had somebody had touched in the wrong spot and because of that thumbprint that set was worth about a third of its value that is insane that yeah, is, that's why that i was careful is, holding the yeah. edges on this coin and why i have my gloves on now so wow yeah you know here's the thing if your hands are clean the proper way to to hold a coin if you didn't already know and you can do this because graders that that hold your coins will hold them like this there's no problem with holding the edges to a coin okay um but if you have gloves even better but you know they're not the end all you don't have to have to have to have gloves because like i said a professional grading company will grade your stuff and handle them with their hands as long as they're clean you know because they know how to touch them properly hmm. i kind of like shiny coins guys <laughs> call me crazy after uh, all, they're your coins rose if you want them shiny and less valuable that's your prerogative yeah. and that's so you know, after putting mm. all in that quarter book that's kind of what i decided is it, i i did that for myself so well here's here's the other weird side of the coin depending on the coin itself there's actually uh morgans that are cleaned have a high uh demand in arabic countries for some reason they love polished morgans huh. and they buy them for a lot <laughs> really yeah so that that old saying uh, you can get you can only get what they'll pay for it mm -hmm. right oh yeah that, that's with everything that that's right, the one right. thing i tell people in the end is like look you might think you have a five thousand dollar penny but 
you, it's worth five thousand when you can find somebody that pays for it. We were mm-hmm. just talking about that in the in our pre-show before you came in, Raven. It don't matter what the book says, mm-hmm. right? Like I, I have a German mark from the German Empire that books for twelve hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not even a half ounce of silver, and no one would want to pay me. I would never take it to a pawn shop or a coin store. They'd only want to pay me melt. Yeah, right. and and it's only don't matter what the catalogs say. Really, it's what the collector is willing to spend. And the yes, more sir. they need that particular piece, hopefully the more they're willing to spend. <laughs> let me ask you, let me ask you about grading coins. Mm-hmm. Let's say about grading coins. Sure. Let's say you've got a coin that graded at, at uh, let's say, uh, what, however they grade, what's your next to highest number? Not your highest, but Six nine. Oh, sixty nine. Yeah, okay, yeah. so you got a coin that if that's that if it was graded a nine, would be worth let's say ten grand. Mm-hmm. Now you have a coin that's not graded but looks and is similar quality, or looks mm-hmm. to be similar quality. What would you expect to be able to sell that coin for? Not graded. Well, well, a raw coin expected to be hit a little bit lower, um, right. you know, sure. but, but the thing is, is, is the authenticity of it. You know, um, most people know what they're looking at and some people don't, you know, so it's like, if you have a very high valued coin and you're just going to buy it off a of Joe Blow, you're going to want to have them go to a reputable coin dealer with you. And have the coin dealer say, yes, it is what he says it is. And then you kind of go from there. Um, but having it professionally graded gives you that advantage because you have a third party saying this is specifically what it's worth. When you have a raw coin, the problem is, is that raw coin sent to three different graders will get three different grades. Well, yeah, you know. that's, and, that's, and that happens not just in coins, but in other systems. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, like You're, trading cards, you know, sports cards. Same thing. There's three or four different grading companies, and they'll come out with a different grade for the same exact card. So and you're, kinda, and you're, at, you're at the mercy of whoever's grading your stuff. If they're pissed off that day or just whatever, you know, <laughs> they they might one day give a a coin a perfect grade of seventy. And then two days later, say it's a 66 and you're going, what the heck? You know, um, so one of the rules is when you're buying slabbed coins, don't buy the the holder, buy the coin. Okay. And what that means is sometimes you'll see a coin that says it's MS69, but it looks like garbage. Well, you don't want a garbage coin, even if it says it's, you know, gold. You know, put that aside. You might be able to sell that to a novice, but a, a person that's really into what you're doing is going to call you out on it. Right. And, yeah. and, and there's not necessarily a huge difference in money for a raw coin, except where it comes down to one person saying, I think it's this, and another person saying, I think it's that. Because I'll tell you something, 
there are coins that literally that one grading difference goes from a coin worth $200 to tens of thousands of dollars. Right. Right. And just because of that, there's times that you're going to want to make sure that you're, you have it graded so that you're either not getting ripped off or you're not ripping somebody off yourself. Because sure. one of the things you don't want to ever do is tell somebody like, like me, I won't hold this coin up right here. This is an Australian one ounce silver kangaroo. I will not hold this up and say that this is guaranteed MS-69. You know why? Because if it comes back graded at a 68, I'm responsible for the difference to that person for what I said if I was the one that sold it to them. And that could be a big difference. Oh, God, yeah. It could, like I said, one, one grading point in the wrong right. coin could hurt you very bad, you know, and, and it also hurts your reputation as well. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. Remember, we're not wow. professional graders. It's our opinions. Right. <laughs> so I guess it would depend on your your uh, uh, let's say how quick you want to get rid of your coins. Say your yes, because it's going to take you a, a good month or so to get it professionally graded with the way that the mail service and stuff has been going lately. And it's going to cost you, you know, depending on what the value of the coin is, because the the coin grading companies have a good little system too. If you have a very high valued coin and they grade it, they want a percentage of the well, value. It's not a flat rate? No. They don't do flat rate. They, uh, they have, well, if your coin's worth a certain under a certain value, you have a flat rate. If it goes above that value then there's a percentage thing that I don't really agree with that just well, kind of that's, that's, that's kind of nasty there. <laughs> yeah. But, but that's it's, like, it's, that's like going on somebody's gold claim list and yeah, come on out, you know, go ahead and dig. When you get done digging, oh, by the way, you owe me 10%. <laughs> well, but here's the thing. It says it in the paperwork. So they're being right. up front. Right. You well, know, I, I can see if they right. if you send it in, they go, ha ha, you know, but but then again, some people send in stuff trying to act like it's not worth something. And then, you know, NGC or PCGS has to say, hey, wait a second. You know, it, it's worth way more than what you're saying. But they're not the biggest sticklers either. I've seen some people get charged flat rate stuff on coins that I thought that, you know, they might get hit more. It just really That's depends true. on the situation, huh. you know. That's crazy. Very complicated. Yeah, it's it's uh it's something that you really have to put a lot of research and energy into to, to actually to make uh, well like anything else. I mean, we got if we want to find our goal, we got to put a lot of research and energy and work into also, you know, to find mm-hmm. the, the little bit of goal we find. So I I will say honestly this is one of the easy hunting hobbies. It's it's in the numbers, gentlemen, and and uh-huh. and Miss Rose. Um, I tell Mrs. people all. The, Mrs. Mrs. I'm sorry. <laughs> Get it right. I'm a new uh, one. Sorry. She's proud of being a missus. <laughs> but there there is a. It's it's literally about numbers with coin roll hunting, because the more you look for and the more you look through, the more you're gonna find. You know, and and don't get discouraged. Just like you guys will find a spot that sucks. You know, you might go through three or four boxes before you hit a jackpot. 
You right. know, just like you guys might go to five or six, you know, spots looking for gold before you finally pan something good. Um, so it's it's patience. And, you know, to me, it's one of those things where once you find the good stuff, it, it, it is. You get that same rush that you have if you play sports or you, you you're searching for treasure or you're gambling. You know, it's that winner's high. And yeah. there's nothing like it, you know. Gold, there sure is a you know find that first piece of gold wild gold uh yeah it's a so that's a feeling yeah but i think we're running into a little over time here ed yeah nightbot's being a little weird <laughs> it is yeah we only got 89 likes so oh well oh well Give it well, away, he said anyways. something about two dislikes, and we got four now, guys. We got four what? Dislikes. That's okay. That equals two likes. That's right. That's why. And, and you said two likes, or two. You said two dislikes. So we got double <laughs> now. Yeah, I, I guess they didn't like end of stream giveaway because uh, so, hey, something look. changed. Because when I was looking, I didn't see any thumbs down. There was one for a little while, and then I looked back, and I was like, "Wait, four? Where'd that come from?" Yeah, <laughs> and look who's in the house, Ert Radio. What's up? About time. Yeah, Damn, Ert, nice you're way late, late, late tonight. Not too bad. What's up, Otis? <laughs> Almost said Otis. Otis, what's up? Otis Ferris. Uh, you Friday know, I'll take for. Four dislikes and 90 likes I see on my end. Somebody somebody took it away. Yeah, somebody took their dislike away and gave it a like. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Messing with us, huh? It's not going to wreck my world having three dislikes. Well, you know, they tell you uh, you're doing it right if you got haters. Well, I guess (laughs) we're starting to do something right finally, huh? Yes. <laughs> and really? and guys, I'm sorry I do carry a little bit of baggage. <laughs> hey. those, hates, those hates might be people that just don't like me. So uh I'll uh, take credit for that. <laughs> we, we, we get some hates. Yeah. It is what it is. is. We have our own baggage, dude. Don't try yeah. don't try to take all the credit. We can put all of our baggage <laughs> together and have a bigger baggage. There we go. Yeah. That rocks. You guys are awesome. This was fun. Uh, I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah. Yeah. You guys learned learned a lot. About, yeah, yeah, we got to learn a little bit about coins, a little bit about you. <laughs> yeah. I'm still not into coins, but gotta look a little harder. Well, we have <laughs> 18 eligible, 19 eligible, 20 oh, eligible. Yeah, the chat's still going too. Everybody's still chitting chatting. 21. Get those fingers rocking because you know Ms. the Laurel, game. No way. Miss Laurel says she's even got haters. Do you believe that? <laughs> you, Miss Laurel? <laughs> I, I find that hard to believe. A New Yorker like you have haters. Dude, Rose, you're laughing at that joke way too much. Hey, I'm right there with you, girl. I am right there with you. <laughs> you guys seen, seen the movie Cousin, uh, My Cousin Vinny? Oh, yeah. I, I swear every time I hear a New York accent, I remember remember that movie. It says, the two youths. Yeah. The, <laughs> the two what? The two, two youths. <laughs> <laughs> 
a good movie too. But the youths. Right. The two oh, youths. <laughs> 27 eligible users. I'm having a little bit of problem showing it on my preview screen, so Nightbot will tell you who won. Uh, Rose, no, uh, get a countdown, sis. Canada, folks. Going from three, two, one. Randy Scotty Tony. <laughs> That's good. I don't have to send it far away. He's in Indiana. <laughs> Randy, uh, Facebook me your address, buddy. I, I'm sure I have it. I just don't want to look for it. Uh, so send it over <laughs> on Messenger on Facebook. I know we're friends there. So right on, right on. Um, you you took us into 20 minutes of overtime, Raven. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I, I had a good time. It sounds like Jesse had a better time than he thought he would. He no, was uh, like... No, I was I was letting you talk because I was trying to anyways, because you were more into it than I was. But I had, like I told you, I had questions. Right. You know, I, I'm just giving you a hard time. If a brother can't I, give I a brother feelings. a hard time. I had well, feelings, you know, quick. My, my expectations were fully met. Well, cool. Thank you. And if you have more questions, you want to correspond or anything, guys, you got my email there. I, I'm pretty easy to get a hold of. If I don't respond, it means I didn't see your email. On, I, I'm sure yours is buggy more. like a, more a few <laughs> of us. Things get buried quick. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, I got, if I don't look at my email within a couple of days, uh, the only problem is most of it was garbage, so you know. Sometimes I try to sit down and go through it and like unsubscribe from everything, and I feel like I'm really getting the handle things, and then three days later it's yeah. still in the same spot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right on, guys. Thank you very much for having me as a guest, guys. I, it was a lot of fun. I'm glad you had a great time. A good time. It was our pleasure, Raven. Absolutely. And and the chat room thoroughly enjoyed it too. I'm seeing yeah. thank yous from different people uh, for being a guest, great guest. So yeah, 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 awesome, awesome. And Very I'll be time. getting hold of you, right, Redneck Stacker. Um, I'm Same working here. on my June guest list now. I I do book out about three months, four months in advance. So, uh, but. Ask you. You can ask your friend Raven. I I touch base here and there, give a little reminder and uh, con confirmation, and I I think he could vouch for us now a little. Yep, all went pretty smooth in my mind. I had to write down Silver Pour by his name, otherwise I'll look at this tomorrow. And go, all right, everyone, uh, I appreciate all of you joining us for this Tuesday night. You know it's my favorite night of the week. I'm sure it's my friend's favorite night of the week, too. And it's all because of you. Thank you very much, Flash Fam and 
uh, newcomers to the live stream. Thanks again, Raven. Uh, next week, uh, we have a switch in schedule. Uh, outdoor influencer and death of history are scheduled, rescheduled to the 30th of the month. So, Open Line Tuesday is going to be next week. So, you could be our guest if you, if we remember to open up the lines, that is. <laughs> <laughs> but you can always send your treasure porn to flashingyourpen at gmail.com. And yes, Chrissy, I still have yours in there to show. Send it over here and we'll share it with the community next Tuesday. And uh, I'm sure one of them might remember to remind me to throw in the invite link. So one of you or a few of you could be our guest. Until then, everybody, may you always have a flash in your pan. You know what he's going to say next. That's right, because it does happen. Ask Rod Barnes. Ask our friend, Mrs. Briggs. Really does happen, guys. Maybe one day, too, we'll meet you on the river. Good night, everybody. God bless. See you on the flip side. Oh. Out of here. radio. Getting the dock and pig. John, Spider Ace, and Melody. Nice meeting you guys. Same here, man. Thanks for joining us. Anytime. We'll do it again someday. That'd be great. Prospecting, you bet. If you want to say bye to your friends while we're at it, you're more than welcome, Raven. All right, sounds good. Thanks for joining us, all of Ravens fans. Yeah, hit me up, guys, if you have any more questions. Yeah, you're gonna regret it. You're gonna regret it. All right, guys, I'm gonna go get something to eat. Have a good night. All right, dude.